Hey Thoughties, welcome to another episode of The Thoughtful Ho. I'm your host, The Thoughtful Ho, and today I'm with Christina of Love the Life You've Been Given. Thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Hello. I think you have an amazing story and I want everyone to hear your story. So I was so excited when you agreed to have a sit down conversation with me. So I'm really excited and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. All right. So, um, yes, my name is Christina. I am the founder and creator of Love the Life You've Been Given, um, which is a nonprofit organization for HIV and AIDS survivors. I mentor, mentor and um, peer counsel women with their diagnosis and also women that have been living with it for years, like either they were born with it or, you know, contracted it earlier and things like that. Um, I have a YouTube channel where I talk about my own personal experience and the mental health battles I faced um, when I contracted the virus. Um, I'm an 11 year survivor. <laughs> um, and yeah, that that's pretty much it. <laughs> it's so cool that you're willing to help and mentor people because sometimes people shy away from wanting to help others when they're going through the same thing, right? It, it takes a lot of mental capacity to be able to like essentially handle your shit and others. So <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that you're willing to do that. So kudos to you. That is Honestly, it is definitely something that should be recognized and should be celebrated because it isn't easy being someone who's going through something and also helping someone. It's like I said, it takes a lot of mental capacity to do that. So thank you oh, for absolutely. helping everybody. Like <laughs> It's appreciated. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. When you got a the positive result for HIV, what was going through your mind? Oh, um, well, just a little background, I guess. When I uh, found out that I was positive, I was only 18 years old. Um, and actually, my, uh, my ex-boyfriend, at the time, he found out that his ex-girlfriend had... Um, had HIV. So as soon as he found out, he gave me a call and let me know that, you know, there's a possibility that we may have it. So once he told me that, um, you know, we both went to go get tested. He went and got tested. I think he got his results back like a day or two before me. And let's, let's be real. Once you don't use a condom with someone the first time, you're not going back to using a condom with them. So I knew for like the first, you know, six, seven months. By the time we found that out, we had been using no condom. So when he got his results back and it was positive, I already knew like, okay, this is what it is. Um, but he was so, um, how can I put it? Um, emotionally unstable. Um, and I basically had to be his support system. So in all honesty, when I first found out that I had it, I didn't deal with it. I, talked to my doctor. My doctor said, okay, this is what you need to do. These are the pills you need to take. You need to at least let one or two or three people know what your status is in the event of an emergency. And I did that. And I just, 
dealt with life like um I was there for him because he didn't have the same support system as I did so um I just sat there and I and I took his baggage on and just left mine at the bottom and I didn't deal with my actual diagnosis until about a year later how do you think that shaped the relationship that you had with him moving forward um it shaped the relationship for us to be friends, to be honest. Um, I did love him at the time, um, you know, romantically. Then we kind of fell out of love and we're still friends to this day because, you know, I kind of, I guess you could say I I friend zoned him a little bit, (laughs) um, (laughs) to be honest. Um, because I, I, you know, I took the time to recognize that, you know, at that time with him going through things mentally, dealing with his diagnosis, he didn't necessarily need me to be a partner. He needed a friend. That's really cool that you could be that friend for him. And like, did you have somebody that was that friend for you? Oh, absolutely. I, um, when I found out I was able to tell my mom and my sister about my status, um, my mom actually has a brother who passed away in 1996 from AIDS complications. So um, I was, I knew for sure I could tell my mom, you know, about my situation and, you know, it'd be fine. So I told my mom and two of my sisters um, and just, you know, make sure I, I told like my, one of my sisters was a nurse. I knew she would understand the other sister was like my my sister best friend. If you have a sister, you have like one that's like a sister best friend. So I was I knew I would be able to tell them, and they wouldn't look at me any different. Um, because that was the thing. It was the stigma, you know, like oh, you can't touch this fork or you can't sit on this toilet seat. So I, that's what I was afraid of. But I knew that I can confide in those three people, and they would wouldn't see me any other way. Aww. I love that you have such a good support system. That's so sweet. Oh my gosh. I want to I want to hug all of them because you know something <laughs> I I've heard of people and like that have like friends and family that literally like exile them. You know, right. but you you were so lucky that you had the sister nurse and the mom who's gone through with her brother. Like that like wow what are the coincidences that like you would be able to have so many people be able to relate and not shame you and not exile you from the family in a sense right i'm sure you deal with that very grateful (laughs) i'm sure like in your work you've dealt with people that have those issues with their friends and their family and stuff so you, you definitely you definitely got out on on the luckier end of having the support system. Do you think it's absolutely Oh, nope, continue. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say <laughs> absolutely and that that's why I try to be a support system for other people and and bring this into light so that people can have someone they can talk to. Do you think it shaped the way that you viewed the world after? Hmm, do I think it shaped the way that I use the world? Um, yes. Um, I honestly, with going through this process mentally and after breaking up with my boy- boyfriend and 
starting to date in the world, it showed me that a lot of people, you know, still have that stigma. And a lot of people are still living in the 80s when that's not the case at all. Like things have evolved so much. Medicine is so far advanced now. Like it's not a death sentence or anything like that anymore. And there is there are tons of people who don't know this information. So it definitely showed me that, you know, people don't really do their research at all, to be honest. So how do you find that you're educating people about AIDS and HIV? Um, I educate through work. Um, I work at a health clinic um, where I educate um, people on that um, at work. And then I also take pride in educating people through dating, honestly. Um, I teach this to the people that I peer counsel or the people that I mentor when we're talking about dating. I let them know that uh, when you're telling someone about your status, you want to educate them as you're doing it. And even if they decide, you know what, this isn't the thing for me, at least they learn that information to take on or at least to know. And you never know when a conversation about HIV and AIDS is going to come up and who's going to, and who's going to be like, Oh, well, no, that's actually not true. This is what it is. <laughs> Cause I've actually had it happen multiple times. Like even like on, um, on social media, I've had people that will reach out to me and say, I was just arguing with somebody on um, Facebook. Is this information correct? And I'll be like, okay, yeah, that's, that's correct. I'm like, okay, good. So let me go take it back and finish arguing. So. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so you never, like, again, you never know what happens. <laughs> You're like the search engine. They like ask you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> How important was it for you to create your business, Love the Life You've Been Given? Oh, it was extremely important for me. Um, number one, uh, as I told you, my mom's brother passed away in 1996. And I was only five years old when he passed. But I, the connection I had with this uncle was surreal. Um, it's a funny little story. Like, my family always talks about how um, I was basically so courageous at such a young age. And... My uncle used to stay in our basement and he would sleep in pitch black dark. My older sister never is going in the dark. I'm like three and I grab a book and I go in the basement and pitch back pitch black dark. And I'm like, Uncle Ronnie, I need you to read me a story. Like, <laughs> I love the way you read stories. I need you to read me a story. So we've always had like this amazing connection and growing up, knowing that, you know, he passed from AIDS complications. I, I was always so scared to, you know, get HIV. I, I definitely raised awareness, like, even though I wasn't going through it at the time, even in high school, I raised awareness around it. And um, I was like, I'm just so scared to get it. So um, after I turned 18 and met my ex, um, and I ended up, you know, getting it, it took me a couple years to realize that this is my destiny. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is one of my purposes being here is that I tried so hard not to get something, but the universe said, you know what, honey, this is what you need to do. You have to have this. You have to go through these trials and tribulations so that you can help somebody else. And, you know, I, 
I get a lot of people that tell me like I'm I'm a person that is um, that people gravitate towards and they like to hear me speak. They like to hear my input on things. And I'm just using my voice to bring those people in and draw them in to help them get a, a healing for themselves. Because when I tell you it was not an easy path, it was not. However, I've learned that, you know what, this this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I what I have to do. So when I thought about making a name for my organization, I, I actually thought about naming it after my uncle. But then I had, you know, I was like, well, maybe not that. And then I thought about the, you know, the self-love aspect of it, because that's what I want to teach. Right. I want to teach the self-love. I want to teach the mental health. And I was like, you know what? This is the life that I've been given and I have to love it. And everyone has their own life that they've been given. So it's like you, you have to learn to love the life you've been given, no matter what gets thrown your way. Like you have to love the life that you've been given and just keep going. Oh, I love that. That's amazing. I, oh my gosh, you gave me goosebumps, like literal <laughs> goosebumps. I have goosebumps right now because I'm like, oh my gosh, that, that's like so full circle. I didn't even think about that, that you've always been an educator without even knowing it. Exactly. (laughs) So it definitely is something that was your destiny. And I know that there's going to be people listening and being like, why would you even want to call that a destiny? That is like, like you said, like people look at it as a death sentence, right? So I just want people to know that like, no, look at all the positive things that you're doing in your life right now and that's exactly it I believe it's a destiny because the thing is I had to go through it I mean honestly if I didn't have HIV and I'm just doing you know this work just to do it like if you were if you were to see me and you're you actually got diagnosed with HIV you're gonna say well you don't know what I'm going through like oftentimes we can't we can't relate to some people because we don't know the things that they're going through if they haven't gone through through those things it's like well how do you know so at this point I've been through it so you, <laughs> you definitely can't ask me that question because I, de- I definitely understand where your mind is where you're going what you're trying to figure out how you're going to move forward I've been through it I've been there have you had any like negativity towards you because of the fact that you're so willing and in control of your destiny? Have you had anybody that kind of gives you a little backlash? I am actually grateful to say that I have not had anyone give me any backlash. Good. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I've had people maybe question it um, because I came so I came out so public with my status in, um, what, 2018, I want to say. And, you know, people were like, are you really, like, about to tell the whole world that you have HIV? And I'm like... Yes, I am. (laughs) Anyone that knows me knows I'm an open book. So if I can use my mouth to basically help people, you know, and do that, why wouldn't I? I have have no shame. A little less lonely. Exactly. You're you're connecting to that person that's sitting there and is looking at their life and thinking, you know, I'd rather take my life or I'd rather exile myself from things and my friends and my peers and my family and you're out here like no you don't have to do that I can be your friend absolutely exactly (laughs) 
what have you said to people that are going through similar situations? In similar situations as in being diagnosed? Yeah. Initially? Okay, so I definitely will say I have told people to go to therapy. Please, please, please go to therapy. Like, (laughs) I... I am not a psychiatrist, so I cannot, you know, diagnose you or anything like that, or a therapist, I can't do that. However, I can peer counsel you in the things that I've been through. That means that I'm someone that's going through similar, that that either is going through or has gone through similar situations as you, and I can counsel you on what would help me personally. So um, definitely go to therapy. That's something that, I mean, helped me so, so, so much. Um, and then even doing support groups, there's plenty of support groups out there and you can find one that fits, you know, your needs. Like they have women's support groups, um, they have trans support groups, they have all types of things that you can, you know, do to get some help that you need from people that are like you. I never thought about a therapy and going to a therapist and I don't know why I didn't think about that, but it just makes so much sense that if no one around you is understanding what you're going through and you have no one to talk to, therapy is always going to be there for you. Absolutely. Even just to unload sometimes, like, (laughs) and to have someone that's not going to judge you and has a non-biased thought process, like, they're not going to think of you any other way. And they really, well, they do get to know you, but in the beginning, they don't know you from a can of paint. So it's like... You can just unload everything and they'll take it all in and it's a great release. How are you able to like balance your work that you have and then your organization and then your personal life? Oh, that's a good question. It is extremely hard. Um, but sometimes they go hand in hand because my the work I actually do um, is in the healthcare field. Um, however, it's not necessarily, it does kind of pertain to what I do and it kind of doesn't because I deal with health insurance and getting people health insurance. Um, but it's at an HIV and AIDS clinic. So I do get a chance to connect with people who are, um, have that diagnosis. And I talk to plenty of them. I also even wear like a, um, HIV and AIDS survivor pin, just so they know that, you know, they're coming in there upset or, you know, um, just, you know, anything could have happened or like something's wrong with their medication or anything, any one of those things, they can know like, okay, she knows what I'm going through. And I've been able to even help people like that. They come in there for insurance and I'm sitting there telling them my life story <laughs> and we're just connecting. And it's just like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe, you know, you have the strength to do this. So it's just, it does. It helps. It, it goes hand in hand sometimes, but it's, it's definitely extremely hard to try to juggle. <laughs> I really enjoy your outlook on everything because it's such a positive outlook with the world basically looking at this like the 80s <laughs> and so negatively. Your outlook on life and your work and your organization and everything is just so positive. How do you continue to stay so positive? Meditation. (laughs) Meditation. And um, I read a lot of books that are about self-love because 
honestly, when, um, after me and my, my boyfriend broke up, that's what I told you. I started to deal with my diagnosis. And if you go watch my YouTube channel, you'll see that I talk about this actual entire, the story entirety. And I refer to that time as my dark place. Um, my dark place lasted about maybe two years, maybe a little bit more, maybe a little less, but I battled so hard with self-worth because it, I mean, you have something that you, you don't want to open up and tell someone about, you know, um, you think that someone's going to look at you differently. Someone's going to bash you. Someone's going to hurt you and all these things. And at that time in that dark place, I actually met a really great friend and I literally like just dumped it on him. Like I believe he, you know, he tried to uh, attempt to talk to me on um, Facebook and I literally, he was like, Oh, how you doing pretty or whatever. And I was just like, I have HIV. You don't want to talk to me. And from there, we made a great bond. He was, um, uh, you know, amongst my therapists, he was also a therapist to me because I would just come and just dump it and just be like, here it is. This is what I'm going through. Take it. And he would be just so, he would, he would make me see things in a different light. He helped me see that I was more than just HIV. I was still a great person from the inside. Like HIV didn't define who I am as a person. So it, it really helps. That's why I'm saying that the therapy definitely helps because you have to look and find your self-love. Like you have to love yourself. You have to learn to love the life that you've been given <laughs> and, and really, you know, try to make it positive. Like I definitely, I'm not, I'm, I'm open book. So I'm going to tell you, I don't always have such high positive days. However, you know, I try to make the best out of every situation, honestly. And even now, like this year, like I, I vowed this to myself that um, this is day 12. I vowed to myself that I would not have a bad day. I will have a bad moment in a day, but that would not take my entire day. That would not take my positive energy and make it negative just from one incident. And I've been going strong with having 12 straight days of 2021. So I'm definitely grateful to say that. <laughs> Especially with everything that's happened so far, like I'm gonna have to take that from you. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to take Hate that. <laughs> I'm gonna have to take that from you because everything that's gone on so far, like for you to be able to be like, I'm not gonna have a bad day. It's gonna be a bad moment. Like, yep. I'm telling you, I'm gonna have and, to it, take and that. it works. <laughs> like, even if you have to, like, if you have that bad moment or whatever happens, if you have to take a moment out and meditate. Or think to yourself or journal or, you know, just write a song or whatever you use to try to, you know, ground your mind. It really works. Like I had a bad moment a couple of days ago and I let whatever happened happen. Then I stopped myself, meditated, got grounded and was like, OK, it's over. It's done. Let me move forward and continue out the rest of my day. And I'm, I have to say it's been working great. Please take it. Please. Anyone out there can take it too. <laughs> right? Everyone listening, let's try to be like Christina. <laughs> let's try to take it day by day and make sure that we're not having bad days, but just bad moments in a day. Exactly. So I really, I, I'm truly going to take that because I'm always looking for different ways of 
learning to center, ground myself, and meditate. So it's definitely yeah. going to be something that I'm going to be taking from you. Definitely. Please do. I love it. <laughs> and I, I wish I had so something much. to give to you. I have I have nothing to give <laughs> nothing else to give to you in return. I feel like I feel like you're already such a well-rounded person and I can't give you anything in return, but I will take this and since you're willing to give it to me, I will gladly take this. Well, you are giving me the opportunity to be on this show with you right now, so I will take that. Okay. Okay. I thank you. Thank you. I feel much better now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're like trick-or-treating and you're like going to the person's house and they're giving you candy and you're just like giving them like your face <laughs> your costume your mask and you're like okay thanks bye like I feel like I was like right. trick-or-treating with you I was like oh I guess I'm just gonna take this and like uh, thanks bye <laughs> has social media changed the way that you interact with people or how they interact with you absolutely I would definitely say it has um in terms of like mentoring people like I actually have a uh, a girl in South Africa that I talk to um on a daily basis it, it I believe it it draws out you know people all over the world and you're in Maryland um, right I'm in Maryland yeah I'm in Maryland what? and this girl found me on YouTube I believe and I talked to her. She's younger. She's like 19, I believe. Um, she's non-binary. Like, so we have like really great open conversations, um, you know, about things that she's going, going through. And it's just, it's crazy. Uh, just having that opportunity. I'm like, Oh my God, like I'm talking to her. Like she reached out to reach, excuse me, reaches out to me on Facebook and I'm talking to her and I'm like, well, where do you live? And then she tells me South Africa. And I'm like, Oh, like, wow. Like that, that's an accomplishment for me. <laughs> you are becoming an international sensation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be. <laughs> Considering I'm all the way in Canada, you're all the way in the U.S., and then you have people talking to you in South Africa. Like, girl, you are international. I, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> well, with your positivity and your outlook on life and your organization, it will definitely be something that will become international because, you know, something people need more people like you. People need more positivity and people need more, um, more spaces, more safe spaces, you know, Absolutely. someone to talk to, a safe space to go to or have a community of people where you're able to be yourself and able to ask those questions and able to be like, hey, like today I'm not having such a good day. Like, is it possible that you can help me? Absolutely. Yeah, like people people need that. It's often that people are like looking at other people to judge them so they don't want to have those type of conversations. And just being able to open up a platform, just it feels amazing. What are some things uh, that, had you had to teach yourself about HIV? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so I knew a little bit about HIV growing up um, because of my uncle, but I didn't really know too much about the, um, the, the specifics, I guess you could say. 
Um, so like, I didn't know about the T cell count or I didn't know about the viral load. Um, and then even after I caught, uh, I got HIV in 2009 and I believe in like 2012, they, um, they started a movement, which was called you equals you. So I had to learn about that. And, um, just a little bit, you equals you means undetectable equals untransmittable. So if you, your viral load is down um, far enough and you're undetectable, then you can't transmit it to anyone else um, sexually. So I had to learn things as I'm going, you know, going through it. And I also like learn things about myself going through it um, with medications and um, just like what works with my, my body. Cause there are, a whole bunch of medications, but you have to like literally take a blood test to see what's compatible. So I learned, I definitely learned a lot that I did not know. I just learned things I didn't know right now. <laughs> like, I hope everyone else did too. <laughs> yeah, literally you're educating people just, just within that little blurb. You educated me on things <laughs> that I didn't even know about. And, you know, I think that's, kind of the ignorance about it all too because like you said if you didn't get um an HIV positive test result back then you wouldn't have been doing what you're doing now and you wouldn't have known about certain things right so it's like absolutely I feel like I'm so ignorant sometimes towards some things because I'm not experiencing it myself so I'm not taking the time to educate myself about things so I'm happy that you were able to educate me right now yeah I mean most people don't do that unless it's unless it happens to someone close to you that's the only time that you're gonna you're gonna do it is if it happens to you or someone close to you like my sister even um the one that was like you know my best friend's sister when I got it, she was researching every day and she was like, well, did you know this? And did you know this? And did you know that? Like, just because she, she wanted to be able to support me in any way that she could, she made sure she found out all types of information to come back and be like, okay, so what's this? Or we would, you know, look up things together just to get, you know, a better feel for it and know about it more. But if you're just the outside looking in, you're like, okay, okay. It's HIV. I know it's like, you know, a child, like, okay, HIV, bad, no, and that's it. You don't really look and see, like, what it exactly is unless you're really being educated on it or if it really is affecting you personally. Yeah, and sexual education in school is definitely not doing it either. It's not... It's it's so vague. Right? (laughs) It's so vague. (laughs) I feel like there's not enough going into everything and, like, digging deep into being able to have like a diagnosis and being able to continue your life. (laughs) Like I feel like the education is so limited. It really does teach people like this is bad. Don't do this or this happens. And you're like, okay. And what if I do do that? And something does happen. Like what, what next? What what? next? Right. Exactly. Now I guess I'm screwed because I don't know. I didn't learn. But yeah, yeah I think that's you're right. Absolutely, that's absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I think you're right about like educating yourself and you don't really do it until 
it's closer to you. Right. And most times it's too late at that point. So. How has your sexual life changed? Oh, I love this question. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to say, and I'm going to say that because, um, my sexual life, just because I have HIV does not mean I don't have healthy sex. Um, so the thing is like, it's just the, the part of, um, educating and explaining to, you know, potential partners of my status. So, um, in the beginning, I, I told them I was, um, I am a pansexual at the time when that the U equals you started, I was in a relationship with a woman and telling her was actually like, very 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 hard for me to do I was so scared to do it I mean like shaking and everything and um I ended up telling her and she accepted me um right off the back and one of the reasons why she accepted me was because her father actually died of AIDS and you know AIDS complications let me correct myself and I was just like oh wow like that just made us like so much closer that we had that connection anyway um but yeah, like my sex, I still have sex with no problem. Like, um, I honestly like have had out of the people I've, you know, talked to, it's been 11 years, almost 12 years, 98% of people will listen to the education and still go forward with having sex with me. Um, I always make sure I wear a condom to prevent anything else. Cause I don't, you know, want any other STDs. <laughs> so, um, I definitely, you know, practice safe sex, but the funny part I'm saying about you asking this question is that I'm actually starting, I'm working on a podcast myself um, to bring that to light that I have HIV, but I still have safe sex. And I want to talk about all the things that are, that get people uncomfortable on there. So they know like, this is, this is something that needs to be normalized because there are plenty of us out here that are still living life and still prospering. And you don't have to sit here and think that you, you know, shouldn't have sex like I get this the funny part is I get this question a lot from potential partners they're like so have you not had sex this whole time and I'm like uh hell no I've definitely had sex <laughs> like <laughs> in 11 years hell no I've definitely had sex like <laughs> oh my so, gosh yes I mean literally and then like it it's it's hilarious the questions I get asked and I'm like I'm open book ask me whatever and I'm gonna answer it and I answer everything. And I'm still such a very sexual being, regardless of my status. I can't wait to hear your podcast. I can't wait for this thing to come out. Like, what? Sounds like it's going to be juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I will tell about my no's and my yeses that I got with the whole thing. And I'm going to talk about some questions they asked me, too. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready to listen. If you're ready to tell, I'm ready to listen. <laughs> I'm all about it. What do you hope listeners take away from this episode? Um, I hope the listeners take away that um, no matter what you have, whether it's HIV, it's another STD, it's a <clears throat> any type of um, type of disease or any type of medical medical condition you're going through, there are people out there that will accept you for who you are. And that doesn't make you less of a person because you 
contracted anything or anything has happened to you in that way to make you be, you know, have a medical disease or things like that. Um, Because I do definitely talk to people with different STDs that are non-curable, that don't know how to go. And it may be a different STD, but however, you know, we still have that same stigma. So definitely be open to talking about it. Definitely be open to therapy. Um, Definitely be open to, you know, getting closer with your family and friends and, you know, filling them out before you, you tell them any type of information like this. And just really try to keep yourself positive. Try to remember that tomorrow isn't promised today, of course, and to love the life that you've been given, no matter what you been going through love that life and keep it pushing because you only have one thank you I also feel like that could kind of be something that you repeat to yourself as well during meditation or something just you know absolutely love the life you've been given and treat people with respect and you know take the time to listen to everyone's stories because we're all different. All our stories are going to be different. Our journeys are different. There's no need to judge. Just ask the right appropriate questions, right? And I think that's a beautiful thing. Um, If there was one thing that you can change in the world, what would it be? One thing I could change... The way people think, um, there are a lot of people out here that aren't too understanding and that are too, I guess you can say, bullheaded for lack of better terms, that they see one way and they can't get out of that mind frame to see another way. Like It's a lot of times, like even if it's not within a dating aspect of it, there's a lot of times that you meet people that are just stuck to their guns that'll say, no, that's not right. This is what it is. This is what I know. And that's just it. They're not open to, you know, doing any research to find out, you know, things have changed or things like that. Because again, a lot of people are living in that eighties time frame. It's like, it's, it's crazy how many people live in that eighties time frame where they're like, you know, and I'm like, it's 2020, well, 2021, it's been 30 plus years. Like, come on. Like, it's not the 80s anymore. Things have changed. Medicine has changed. All types of things have changed. Like, open up your mind and learn. That would definitely change the way people think. Let the listeners know where they can hit you up. I will be putting your information in the bio. But for those listening that are driving or whatever the case is, have somebody in the passenger seat that can't be, like, out here driving and looking things up. But anyways, <laughs> let people know where they can find you. All right. So um, my personal Instagram is, don't judge my, my name, but um, <laughs> it's, it's a queen baby. So it's I-S-S-A-Q-U-E-E-N-B-A-B-E-E. And then my professional Love the Life You've Been Given Instagram is Love the Life You've Been Given. My DMs are open if you need to contact me. I also have an email address of ms.charawley at gmail.com. And my 
um, Facebook. You can hit me up on Facebook as well. It's my name, Christina, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-N-A, last name Raleigh, R-A-W-L-E-Y. And yeah, just hit me up wherever you see fit. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and educate me. And I feel like I'm a a little less ignorant towards things because you saying that, you know, you don't really research things until they're close by you and stuff, it actually makes me feel better because I was feeling really ignorant about certain things, but it's true. Like, I guess because I've never had experiences in certain things that I wasn't going to understand, right? I wasn't going to understand that I need to research or anything like that. So I thank you so much for (laughs) taking the time to talk to me and taking the time to educate the listeners as well as I. (laughs) And (laughs) for all of you out there, please check out Christina. And please, if you have any questions, please don't be afraid to hit Christina up in the DM. I'm an open book. I'm telling you. (laughs) Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you for listening, and as always, thoughtfully yours, The Thoughtful Ho.